Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Spark IBC, Cosmos Spaces, Cosmonaut Boot Camp, number 51 with Taboo App. Let's take a listen. What's up, Waz? Can you hear me? Yeah, sure can, buddy. How you doing, man? Exhausted. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah, same here. How's it going, guys? Just getting a few things set up. Give me a moment more. Is that, uh, is that Timmy, the MC? Yes, sir. Right on. Look at us. We just got to make sure not to dox him and use his real name. I know. Uh-huh. I know. I, Although I, I, uh, <laughs> I, did, I don't know if, I think you guys, did you see Don's live stream this morning? I, I took the first steps. Yeah. No, what, what'd you do? I just had the camera on. Wow. That's rare. Big, right? That's a big deal. Next, you'll be sharing (laughs) fingerprints and passwords with us. (laughs) Um, Okay. Twitter has been so rough for these spaces lately. Um, The Taboo account is trying to join right now and just... Oh, there we go. Maybe. Okay, there it is. Cool. It's looking at us. <laughs> no, it's doing the same thing. Damn. Okay. I'm not going to be able to get that up on stage. Um, I have three different devices I do Twitter stuff on. Two of them just cannot connect to spaces. It is so bizarre. Um, let's try co host. That's the only other possibility. Nope. Cool. All right. We can, we can, uh, We'll go with it in listener. Brandon, if you have another device, feel free to try. We could get the taboo account on stage, but not necessary. I think people, it's a profile picture definitely stands out. So probably okay if it's just in the listeners. Um, so I guess for everyone listening, uh, obvious full transparency slash just for anyone who doesn't know, uh, this is Tenderment Timmy speaking on the Spark account. Um, I recently started working for the UMI team uh, pretty closely with Brandon here to do marketing on a couple things, one of which is Taboo here. So uh, I'm both an interviewer and part of the team, but for the purpose of exploring Taboo tonight, uh, I'm going to act a little ignorant and just just act like a good interviewer and ask some basic questions. But that being said, full open mic tonight. So even right now, if anybody wants to come up, uh, Brandon here has told me he's not just ready, but he wants the hard questions. He's like, let him lambast me. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> So if anyone wants to come up and uh, really ask anything, um, see if we'll have certain features, what might su- uh, be supported at launch, what we have planned down the road, feel free to do that. Um, but for now, we'll just kick it off. So Brandon, maybe I know a lot of people might know you from Twitter, but I think a lot also don't. So maybe just a brief little intro yourself, your position at UMI and yeah, maybe an intro for Taboo as well. I know it's been cooking for a while, so. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Brandon Comer. I'm the head of product at UMI. Um, kind of been running the dev team since um, over a year now, a year and a half pretty much. So um, yeah, I've been with the team since pretty much the beginning. Um, we built out the leverage module. Um, of course, with Waz, he built out the Oracle, which is being spun off into OHO. And so, yeah, that's 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 kind of been my experience at UMI, just building out all of the different products that we have, the Ethereum protocol that we have, um, as well as the bridges. And so now we're we're shifting focus to Taboo, um, where I'm the founder. And so the idea behind Taboo is really that what we found was the mobile UX uh, for the interchain, especially within Cosmos, but also 
if we're going to have the interchain be more than just Cosmos, um, the, the UX just wasn't there. And as we were building out UMI and we were looking at integrating with different wallets and different um, solutions, there was just so many holes um, in, in that UX sort of pathway that we thought we could fill. And um, that's what we're doing now. So we want to just build out the interchain UX, especially with mobile. Um, if we're going to capture, you know, the next million users or, or even billion users of crypto, um, then we're definitely going to have to have better UX and better solutions that more mirror what they're used to within their existing financial solutions. So that's been my background, um, to be honest. I mean, my whole career, I've been building like digital banking systems, uh, especially for like solutions for financial institutions, and then did a stint at Amazon before joining UMI. So um, this is kind of my bread and butter and, and what I'm hoping to bring uh, to the Cosmos ecosystem. Awesome. Um, Waz, feel free to do the same if you'd like to do a little intro. I, I know you may speak more to OHO stuff tonight, but uh, an intro never hurts. And also feel free to chime in about Taboo at any point. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm, I'm Waz. I was one of the uh, early core contributors to the UMI protocol. Now I'm the founder over at, uh, at OHO, which is being incubated at UMI alongside Taboo. And, you know, a couple other secret projects that we won't talk about. Um, but yeah, I've also got a history back in finance. I was one of the directors over at Fidelity for a while, building out, um, you know, a lot of their backend systems and restructuring their architecture there. So I'm, I'm pretty happy to be in the, in the Cosmos space specifically and, you know, uh, and kind of bringing all that institutional knowledge that I have about, um, you know, that I learned over my time at uh, Fidelity and a couple other places and really trying to trying to bring the uh, the basics over to to crypto the the fundamental levels and that's sort of why I came into building OHO and um yeah I'm I'm super excited to be here awesome yeah simply put Waz is the the real brains of the operation me and Brandon just play with the big lofty ideas <laughs> Cool. So I guess let's first focus. Some of the questions I've got is like, wh what do you mean a mobile focused wallet? So like, what are we going to support at launch, you know, between mobile apps, uh, browser extension, wallet connect, this sort of stuff. And what's on the longer term roadmap that might not be there at launch? Yeah. So really the core idea behind Taboo is that instead of just becoming like the, the core issue I see with wallets is really that they all kind of just do the same thing. You can, you can you know, hold your funds. You can look at your balances. Maybe you can stake. Maybe you can do in-app swaps. But there's not really that much functionality outside of that. And so if you want to talk about mobile UX, especially for interchain like Cosmos uh, protocols, for example, you're really reliant on either a browser extension or maybe you're using Kepler in one of their like sort of like permission dApps uh, pages. And it's really a fragmented UX. And it's also just, I mean, it's not very good, um, at least in my experience. And so what we want to do with mobile UX is we really want to bring all of that functionality for DeFi and we want to build it into the app. So instead of having to go through a browser, instead of having to you know, go to different pages and use Wallet Connect, we'll just build that right, in, right into the actual protocol. So say, for example, um, say Luna comes back, Terra comes back with a beautiful stable coin, like, uh, like what they've got with Capapult. Um, with solid, um, or or if they invent a new stable coin, we want to be able to mint that directly from the app. So instead of having to go through some browser, you can go directly into the app, mint it from from within your actual home page, um, and then use DeFi applications. So what you'll be able to do with Taboo that's not really been done in any application is you'll be able to not just have like things like an in-app swap, but you'll also have things like in-app uh, liquidity provisioning. So you'll be able to see all of your osmosis positions add liquidity positions from the app itself so that it's basically going to be a universal UI for all of the Cosmos. That's the end goal. Of course, we're launching with a V1 that will primarily encompass um, native swaps with Osmosis um, as one of the in-app uh, features. Um, obviously, staking is going to be a big part of it, voting, and then we'll also have some auto-compound features using AuthZ that we really want to expand on. I mean, AuthZ is something that I think that hasn't been expanded enough within the Cosmos ecosystem, um, especially with like things like you know automating um, DeFi strategies and anything of that sort. That's something that we really want to pursue as well. Yeah, I'm a. First off, I, I found it kind of funny. I think anybody who's heard myself talk for even like 
two minutes about Spark and ICI probably just went, oh, I see why Timmy joined the UMI team. Like basically your guys' goal with Taboo is very similar to uh, my goal with Spark and Interchain. It's just unifying the cosmos, which is a very fragmented thing at the moment. Um, I think like, I think analogies are really helpful too. So I kind of think what you were just kind of touching on, if we were to make it analogous to banking apps. Imagine if when you went on your mobile banking app, whether it's, you know, Bank of America or your local credit union, that when you went to make a transfer between your accounts or to someone else, it directed you over to your browser and took you to the Swift website or the ACH website. Uh, like that'd be an awful experience. Boomers would literally not know how to use mobile banking. But instead, there's just a swap tab or a transfer tab in like your banking app. Um, and that's kind of what we're going after with Taboo. Like, I think sometimes protocols of all kinds, not just wallets, uh, feel like they need to reinvent everything. Like I could see another wallet team wanting to approach this being like, we have to build a DEX. We have to build XYZ like for the wallet. But those things already exist, right? Osmosis, Windex. Um, and yeah, just building that seamlessly into the native wallet UI, I don't think it can be understated how much that's going to affect the onboarding process. Like if we want Web3 to ever be appealing to normies, uh, we're going to have to like, dare I say, follow the traditional uh, template a little bit, even if that's sort of taboo. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was trying to work th work that out as I was talking. I was like, "Where can I? Where can I take this to a taboo pun?" This is what Spark does. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Just, to, just to touch on what you're talking about. I mean, having built you know digital banking systems and worked on apps for like Thinkorswim and TD Ameritrade's trading app and stuff like that, I can tell you that you're exactly right. Like, if you look at a digital banking app, say you go into your Chase app right now, you're going to see things like you can get your mortgage, you can see your checking account, your savings account, you can transfer. All of those different things, if you were looking at it from the perspective of DeFi, are actually different protocols. Like there's, there's a checking system, like a mortgage system is typically like a third party system. Like um, uh, there's, there's a bunch of different mortgage systems that you can use that, that handle your loans. There's also different systems for home equity loans. And, and all of those things are actually different protocols if you were taking it like DeFi terminology. And so that's exactly what we wanna do. It's not just about like having UMI functionality, it's about being able to use UMI, but also use Mars, um, use Osmosis, use all of the different DEXs. And that's what we're basically trying to build out here is that instead of like coming to a wallet and just having one option, you'll be able to use some of our aggregation tools so that you won't even notice, you, you won't even know which chain your assets are actually on. That's the whole point of Taboo is to abstract that process out so that every protocol can benefit from this and users can ultimately get the best prices, get the, get the highest APYs, um, while still having a, a safe and, and efficient protocol um, at that kind of abstraction layer. Yeah, I think like, I, I think it's interesting, Web, all of crypto, Web3, whatever term you want, is kind of so far uh, focused on, like we gotta do the next crazy, uh, yield farming protocol or the next crazy MEV thing when we really haven't got the foundation yet. Things like wallets, um, shameless self-plug, things just like information infrastructure, like what we're doing with Interchain Info. Like we've kind of got those set up to the point where they work and people like everyone listening here can, can navigate DeFi and Web3 and do what they need. But I think we often lose sight of like we're not your average person, right? This is not an experience that's ready for mass adoption yet. And so I think like Taboo is a massive step towards that. So in-app swaps, uh, in-app liquidity pool management, uh, in-app auto compounding, and then elephant in the room, a lot of people have asked about, do you want to touch on our NFT support? I think that'll be a really cool one. Yeah, I think that what we'll ultimately see, I mean, the two chains that I can see benefiting most from Taboo are actually Juno and Stargaze. I think that there's a lot of functionality that would be emphasized there, especially like, say, Stargaze's marketplace, right? Having a wallet where you can not just see your assets, but also be able to list them on the marketplace without having to go to a different browser. Um, Juno as well. I think that you should be able to build a DAO and manage it directly from a mobile app. And I'm kind of surprised that no one, no wallet has kind of built that out yet. I mean, it seems like, 
Like DowDow is building out some of the coolest functionality, I think, in all of the Cosmos. And that's something that needs to be expressed, right? Like personally, when I first joined UMI, one of the protocols I fell in love with obviously was Osmosis because I thought it was like this revolutionary thing, having IBC and having all, all these sort of connections to different blockchains and really just being this liquidity hub. But then as more and more chains started to develop, there, the, what I felt was missing was kind of this like aggregation between all of them in terms of the UX. Like you should be able to have, you know, a, like I mentioned, DowDow, Stargaze, all of these different things within the actual mobile app so that it feels like one cohesive experience. Because that's, I think, what, where, where Cosmos is ultimately going, that this, interchain, this concept of interchain is so different from multi-chain because it's all together. Multi-chain is like that old Ethereum MetaMask experience where it's like, you go in there, you have to select my Binance chain. And then if I want to do something on Ethereum, I have to go in there and change it to Ethereum and then, you know, op optimism or whatever the case may be. You know, that's the single most common complaint about Kepler. Um, and it's one of those things where I have to second guess or catch myself. Like I'll often be like, it's not that bad. It's pretty intuitive. Like you just go to, but then I go, wait, that's not how a normie thinks. Or not even a normie, just a new person to crypto. I feel like normies kind of degrading in a way. Like, yeah, that it, it's a weird experience. And people have brought it up enough with me now when I ask what their problem with Kepler is, where I'm like, okay, that is, that is a real thing. If it's going to be the interchain, it needs to feel like an interconnected ecosystem of chains, well, not just multiple chains. Imagine if the internet felt like that, right? Like the, if the internet actually oh. felt like separate networks, that you had to connect with different devices and you had to use different, like different browsers, different to, browsers different to get networks, to different right? sites. Yeah, that would be a terrible experience. And so the interchain needs that sort of UX. And that's what we're hoping to deliver. Cool. So I guess like two things, actually, I, I have a question myself. So I know that while we're already working on it, we won't have DowDow support right at launch. And I'm personally curious, like, I don't know if this is true from a, a coding perspective, like when it looks to integrating, but I feel like DowDow has more frequent updates and feature ads than most other like D apps in the cosmos. Like Osmosis's last big feature ad I can think of was uh, stable pools. And I don't even know what before that. And I'm sure there's other ones, but like um, no like kind of big foundational ones. Like I, I notice I use DowDow a lot personally. Maybe that's why I'm biased to notice it more. But kind of like faster, things change faster at DowDow. Is that part of the reason we won't have them at launch or is there something else? Uh, part of the reason we won't have it at launch is there's so much to build, right? But definitely for V2. Yeah. What I'm thinking, so definitely want to have an explore page where we can show like, if you, if you ever use apps like um, DeBank or Zapper on Ethereum, they have like these wonderful pages. Like I've got a lot of friends that work in Ethereum on different DAOs. And they use that as like kind of their showcase where you can see like different, different DAOs within Ethereum and, and what's, what's kind of the cool new things. I think that that's a great thing to pair with that. So for V2, obviously we're, we're getting a little bit ahead, but with an explore page, we'll highlight all of the greatest, you know, the latest and greatest for DowDow, for all the cool DAOs, like the racks and all that good stuff. And then we'll also bake in the actual in-app functionality for that. Um, but obviously there's just a lot to release and it's kind of an ambitious goal. So that's why it's just not in V1. Yeah, that's something else I think we should call out too. So even though we are integrating a lot of these things, like just directly into the wallet UI, it's still a normal wallet in that anything we don't have integrated, you can still connect to and use as if it's Kepler. So new decks pops up a week or two down the road, like, yeah, should should be all set Absolutely. there. Is that, is that right, Brandon? Yeah, so yeah. what we'll do is we'll include an in-app browser so that basically any protocol that we don't actually integrate directly into the app, say there's a brand new app, right? It's going to be hard to keep up with that. We want to be able to give users the ability to actually still explore those within Taboo, still use all the functionality that comes with Taboo, but still explore those new ones. So there will be a browser in-app that they can use for those different things for the uh, for the mobile UX. And then, of course, um, the next step after the mobile beta release is a browser extension so that they can use it with desktop as well. Awesome. Cool. Um, quick reminder here, I'll probably do these every now and then. Uh, open, open mic tonight, AMA. If anyone wants to come up and ask questions, feel more than free. Um, there's everybody. 
one thing I've noticed, Brandon, just from talking to people the past couple weeks about just kind of wallets in general, usually it's been me kind of trying to get some info for Taboo, but also just wallet conversations come up really often. People kind of have different ideas of what a perfect wallet is or different like key features that they'd want to see as the priority added. Um, And one thing like the whole team, but me especially as like marketing and kind of community front person for Taboo is going to strive really hard for is listening to that feedback and like being a wallet that's connected with the community. Um, I feel like right now wallets across all of Web3, you know, if you look at MetaMask to Kepler, they're some of the least like kind of community oriented and connected projects. Um, I don't even like mean that in a bad way. They they certainly try, but they're kind of bigger than communities in a lot of the in some sense. Uh, But with Taboo, like we really want to hear what people want. We want to hear what people might not like once they get their hands on it. Um, And that includes like tonight. So if you want to come up and just tell us what your perfect idea for a wallet is, what kind of features you'd want to see or just questions about what we're going to have at launch, please feel free to do that. Um, I think we got slightly off track. I think you went on a a beautiful tangent. Don't get me wrong. Don't fire me. Um, But NFTs. So just to circle back there, I think I'll I'll let you tackle it. But I know we have like, you'll be able to see your NFTs just right in your wallet natively, along with a good bit of info about them, right? So like traits, uh, floor price for the collection, that sort of thing. Yeah, so the Stargaze team has been gracious enough to grant us access to their GraphQL uh, API. So we're actually working on integrating that right now in terms of like just showing basic information like what you just mentioned. And then the next step after that, um, we want to get launch out there so that people can start using it and using it in beta. Um, But the next step after that is to actually incorporate marketplace functionality into the app itself. So at the very least, um, you'll be able to view your NFTs, see all the see all the basic information, see the floor price and all that stuff. Then there will be a, a view on Stargaze or a view on the Marketplace button that takes you to the browser. So you can check that out, actually perform functionality there. And then as we continue on, we're going to be adding more functionality. So the first thing is obviously like listing for like um, being able to sell, being able to buy an NFT. Basic stuff like that, and then we'll get into more advanced, like actually creating a uh, creating an NFT project directly from the app as well. Cool. Okay. So I guess just kind of a general question here is, and uh, this can go for both of you, Waz, if you want to chime in. What about Taboo? Like there's a lot of things going on, um, both for launch and sort of the immediate future thereafter. Um, let's just say within the first like a year from now so not only including things at launch what are you each most excited about with taboo like you're going to use this as your daily wallet every day or i would hope uh what part of it are you kind of most excited to have that new experience with for me personally my most sort of thing that i'm excited for is to get rid of all the tabs so taboo is it it means taboo but it also has sort of a a tongue-in-cheek meaning in that it, it means tabs in, in Japanese. And so the reason we named it that, it was kind of a joke at first, is I was talking about Interchain UX and I was talking about like, okay, well, if I want to look at prices, I got to go to CoinGecko, right? And if I want to do a swap, I go to Osmosis. If I want to do a bridge, um, at the time, I would have to go to Axelar and, I, and I, it, it kind of goes on and on and on. And so if you look at my like Google Chrome browser at any given time, especially when we were developing UMI, um, it would have like hundreds of tabs. And I think a lot of people are like this, right? Especially in DeFi. And so the idea behind Taboo is let's get rid of all those tabs. Let's have one cohesive UI for everything. That way it's very easy to kind of move between protocols and everything of that sort. So I'm excited to get rid of the tabs. I'm excited to just have one place where I can go in there, see how much my, you know, like what the movements are, how I'm doing. And then also just to be able to do all these different things like, for Umi specifically, um, I know that we we were we were talking to Ben from DowDow, I think last year about getting like DowDow V2 on the Umi because we want to have, you know, a lot of good DAO functionality that isn't really kind of supported by the Cosmos SDK. I mean, they have the groups module, but it's not as advanced as what DowDow allows you to do, and it, it's kind of a different purpose as well. So for a lot of protocols, including what we've built so far, we want that functionality. And so that's what I'm really excited for is like 
you know, getting getting the ability to just go to my mobile app, not having to go to my desktop um, when I'm not, you know, coding or anything for like work and just use use my mobile phone to do things that I want to do on crypto. And that's that's the ultimate like pinnacle for me is like just having that ease of use. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was going to steal your your thing with the tabs there, Brandon. Um, but I, I think what, one of the biggest things for me is obviously the, the OHO integration. But um, on top of that, I, th- I think it really opens up the floodgates for new protocols that are coming out that might not have a lot of resources to set up front ends for their, uh, for their protocol. You know, we see some really beautiful things coming out of like Kujira and obviously the UMI app looks really good and Osmosis. Um, but I think, you know, one of the things I'm excited about is, you know, imagine protocols launching and they, they don't have to spend resources on their front end devs. They can just focus on the protocol themselves and work with wallets like Taboo to create feature specific UI rather than what, what Kepler has, which is this very generic integration. So I think we're going to be able to see, you know, uh, the floodgates kind of open in that way. And you can have people who are very creative in the, the blockchain protocol side of things be able to impact more, uh, more of the, the general populace of Cosmos because they don't have to work on those, uh, those front-end integrations anymore. It's just, it's just less replication of work, which is... Super and awesome. I do want to, I just want to say, I, the goal is not to shit on Kepler because we're definitely standing on their shoulders, right? Like a lot of the stuff that we learned, especially on the front end side for UMI, we did learn from Kepler. Like they have great libraries, they have great functionality that they've done and, and their infrastructure is actually really good. So Kepler is definitely great. Like it's, it's definitely better than a lot of other wallets, but we just want to take it to the next level. And also everything that we do is going to be open source. and so. Obviously, we want Taboo to be successful, but what we also want to do is we want to we want to inspire competition in the in the ecosystem. So, if people see us having a great feature, say the Dao Dao feature that we're building currently, um, if they see that and they want to copy it, take it, fork it. That's what open source is for. We want to inspire competition and Man. bring and bring all of the ships up with the rising tide, right? So that's what the interchange is about, and that's that- what we want to develop. I feel like that is the best possible attitude for the old adage of competition breeds innovation. Because um, it's true, but that innovation can even come quicker when these things are open source and people are willing to learn from each other and let others learn from them. Um, yeah, I, I, we got two speakers up who I'm excited to get to, but I want to quickly build off uh, one of the first things you said, Brandon, which was sort of your example of opening four or five different tabs to, you know, go to Axelar, do XYZ, then do a swap, then send it wherever. I can't believe I haven't thought about this before, so I'll pitch it to you here live on Spaces. We can talk later. We're building something for the Interchain Info dashboard right now that I actually think is, I I can't believe I haven't thought of it before, the ultimate, like it fits perfectly into a mobile wallet. Um, so we're building a transaction builder, kind of like for a combo on Ethereum, where a user would be able to assemble um, multiple different actions in one like Kepler execution. So on like one chain for a combo, for example, on Ethereum uh, was used for flash loans a lot. So without knowing how to code or execute flash loans from CLI, somebody could just go build out, like take a loan from Aave. Swap on Sushi Swap, swap on Uniswap. Let's pretend there was an arbitrage. Pay back the Ave loan, and you could execute that in one single block, one transaction, because you kind of added those components together, and then you can do a flash loan because you don't need collateral. We're doing something similar too, where someone could build out like uh, claim staking rewards from Stargaze, uh, IBC over to Osmosis, swap to Atom, IBC the Atom to the hub, and stake. That's the kind of thing someone might do every day, kind of similar to your Axelar example. We want to let them like build that out as a recipe, execute it quickly. Uh, and we're also working with Croncats to let people turn those into automated recipes. So I, I can't believe I hadn't thought of it before, but like that feels to me like one of, that would be like the, the phenomenal star product of a wallet app. If that was just right in my Kepler or in my Taboo here in future, I would truly feel like between our other integrations and our DApp browser, I don't have to go anywhere else to get stuff done. Um, so 
yeah, we should we should talk about that more later. Um, I think it could be super interesting and hopefully save you guys a bunch of work since we're building it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think um, in terms of principles of what Taboo is trying to be, I think we prioritize sort of abstracting um, sort of complexity first. But then yeah. um, obviously we want to have advanced features for users as well. Like we want to build out a whole suite of UI for AuthZ, for example, so that you can do a lot of complex things that aren't possible right now without having to code, right? And so when you look mm -hmm. at a lot of different um, development over the years, think about like web development with like no code and stuff like that. We wanna get blockchain development um, to that level as well, where you can come in, a, a guy that's never coded before can set up some pretty complex tra transactions um, across the ecosystem without ever having to have any specialized knowledge. So obviously that's something we wanna do. And, and yeah, like I said, we're, we're trying to be the most community focused wallet out there for the cosmos by the cosmos if, if you follow my drift um just like the oho chain is trying to be for the price feeds for cosmos um and we can get into some i i sent was a, a a dm from some chain link guys today we can get into that as well was but it just feels like there's not that solution yet and that's what we want to be love it awesome cool so uh jake take it away and then we'll come over to felix later Wow, holy shit, this is a really cool project. Like, um, I'm pretty stoked, actually. I think, you know, all credit to Kepler. Love Kepler. We need a lot more innovation on this whole, like, interchain UX kind of thing. So really glad you guys are working on this. I actually just have a couple of questions. Um, are you, and maybe I missed it, and I'm sorry if I missed it. But um, will you guys have support for notifications? So for certain apps like Dowdow, for example, if we have an API you could subscribe to like would you be able to you know deliver notifications like hey you might want to go vote on this thing or whatever yeah for v1 we actually cut that out just because we want to get it out there but the idea is we'll have a notification center not just for your typical like price alerts but for airdrops for for all, all these things so obviously if we integrate dowdow um happy to you know get notifications going for that as well sick that's awesome um and then are you guys going to have like support for things like off as well or you know is that a v2 kind so of thing? for v1 our off will include like an auto compounder for staking and then we want to expand that as far as possible um off based auto compounding for any rewards across the ecosystem but also we're going to do things like self-repaying loans um for umi and and even for mars too i mean whatever helps you know the ecosystem as well um that's another thing I want to get out there. Like, if you're a competitor to Umi, like, we're going to support you 100% either way. Like, you're not going to be any sort of like, you're not going to be a second class citizen. Mars will be supported as much as Umi is. It'll be part of our lending aggregation. All that matters to us is that users have the best experience and get the best rates possible. That's, that's the way to win, I think, in this ecosystem. And um, that's what we're going to do. Sick. Love it. Um, and then lastly, uh, Dadao has a new um, interchain accounts implementation that's like uh, should be coming out like in the next like couple weeks. Um, you guys should take a look at it. It's it's gonna be pretty sick. Uh, Umi's got Cosmosm support, correct? Or... We're working on it right now. Unfortunately, we're one of the chains on uh, on O four six for the SDK version. So we've been uh, we've yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. We needed it for transaction prioritization, but we're uh, working on um, as Gadikian told everyone. Uh, Tendermint Timmy, as you may know, uh, Umi is using his uh, fork or his uh, version of uh, 046's uh, Cosmwasm integration. So uh, Robert Zaremba is actually working on that right now for integration. That's our next project after IBC rate limiting. And uh, yeah, we'll have that pretty soon. Sick. Um, yeah, really just really excited about what you guys are doing. And uh, I think you're doing it in the right way. Love more open source wallets. Like, I uh, love the community first approach and like excited that the interchain is getting another great wallet. I'm honestly like, I, I had never heard of your guys' projects, but I'm stoked. Yeah, we, we just announced today. So we've been kind of working on it in stealth, but um, yeah, we're, and and likewise to you, I mean, we think DAO is one of the most innovative things in all of crypto. So we want to support it. We want to support WinDAO. Everything that you guys are doing on Juno is pretty sick. And, and obviously if I could plug, plug Waz, um, if we can get OHO smart contract based oracles on there, definitely happy to support you there. I'm pretty I'm I'm fighting for that pretty hard actually. 
Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think we want to support a lot of different Oracle solutions. And I think, you know, we're fans of smart contract based Oracles. Who knows? Maybe we could even get support for Chainlink someday. Nah, you don't need Chainlink. Who needs Chainlink? Uh, I'm just, I'm just trolling, Timmy. You know how it goes. I was gonna say, actually, everyone knows my my uh, my Chainlink position. Um, from what I, as a non-dev, am able to understand about OHO, so long as they don't go after trying to bring completely off-chain, like real-world data on chain, which I think is where Chainlink shines. I'm actually super like I'm I'm a big fan of OHO. I think they do all the like on-chain price feed stuff really well. So hopefully that yeah, means I, something coming from I, me. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think it's gonna be good. And honestly, I really want to see like Cosmos in general get up, get off the like like leaning more towards like smart contract based oracles and like Cosmosm versus like um, building like these really complex. What is band? Modules that is, is band, band smart is contract? Band is, I know it's dead, but like architectural wise, is it smart contract based or more like chain link? I think it's just, it's like an SDK chain. And okay. I think it's mostly vaporware, to be honest. Yeah. They somehow got listed on Coinbase. So good for them. Yeah. Hard to, hard for me to speak directly to a competitor, but um, I, th- I think we're doing a bit better of a job supporting Cosmos. Than band is so far um and the hopefully only we thing- can see juno get a get a signaling prop up pretty soon yeah the the only thing i know about band is that it caused me to get erroneously liquidated on anchor once so that's where i stand on it <laughs> but cool felix thanks for popping up man feel free to jump in uh, yeah, hi. Uh, thanks for letting me in so also from my part i think we can all agree that having good wallet like key to decentralization in many different ways um what i would have as question is more about how you plan to integrate it because the thing with wallet connect and i know you said you will support it with a browser is that a chain can integrate itself but if you say you want to natively integrate stuff how do you plan to i mean how many resources do you have because it sounds like a lot what you plan and also super complex different projects and how do you plan to keep up with project no that's a great point um what we're trying to this is why i have the minwas here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean when you actually work on a front end for one of these chains it's actually not that difficult and i, I don't want to like you know shit on any front end developers or anything like that but it, it's it's actually a pretty easy process in terms of integration the where you get into difficulty um is obviously the custom modules within within the cosmos sdk right like if you were talking about osmosis they've got plenty of different custom modules like the gam module and their incentives and you have to kind of know where different things are um one of the things that we found difficult as we were building it out so I'll, i'll say this we have this sort of um api that we've built out called the galaxy api and what it does is it takes a user's um it takes one of their addresses their umi address for now and it basically takes that and uses um, the Cosmos directory to translate all of the different IBC denoms from within the actual chains so that you know exactly where, where all of their balances are. You can get their liquidity balances on Osmosis. You can get all of their UMI positions um, as well. And it's kind of just like this aggregate of, of all of their different, um, all of the APIs of Cosmos that we support. And one of the difficulties there is knowing you know, what different version people are on, because if you're on 046, like we are, you have actually, especially 046.7, I think is the version where some of the actual APIs change uh, or the actual paths. And so there's like little nuances like that. That's the most difficult part. Um, But a lot of this stuff is actually standardized. So that's the beauty of the Cosmos SDK. If you're, whether you're on Osmosis, whether you're on UMI, whatever whatever the chain may be, a lot of that stuff is standardized for like staking, governance. You might have some custom governance proposals, but a lot of the functionality is the same. So what we try to do is maintain a base layer that remains the same and then add in custom functionality from there. And so right now we're doing it with like a standard sort of like aggregator with like APIs. But the next step in terms of like becoming more efficient is actually plugging this all in into like a GraphQL interface. So that we can kind of like provision different data for different chains and also for different different use cases. Like 
like for example like the dexes right you have to have accurate information in terms of like how how do you pull an lp balance for osmosis versus how you pull it on window it's going to be different and so having that back end sort of abstracted from the user but having these aggregation tools is kind of one method to doing that and then obviously keeping up with different chains it's going to be sort of a team effort um what we want to do is make this as much of a community driven um a community driven wallet as possible so that if if a chain has an upgrade um, we can work with them as well to incorporate any changes to existing functionality having a really open system um helps a lot with that rather than having like a like as opposed to like a closed source wallet um but also just um being well versed in the cosmos sdk as well coming from people who have built these applications themselves with umi um, and also with a variety of experience, like one of our lead devs is from Thorchain. Uh, he was building their wallet. And so there's a lot of different experiences that we have that we can kind of draw on to to help simplify that. I, I will also say one of the uh, bigger struggles that we saw on the OHO side, um, you know, because we build these custom indexers for like Osmosis and these other chains um is honestly the node infrastructure has been a huge issue and we're going to have to deal with that on the the taboo side as well right so we have you know partnerships with block daemon and numia that we're working on right now where we're going to be able to you know have their infrastructure and use that so that we you know have close to as 100% uptime as we can possibly have um and what's nice about being incubated at umi together is we get to share some of those resources so uh, we're actually able to scale a lot faster than a lot of other teams that might be struggling with the same issues. Yeah, all right. So, so this also was one of my questions, which coins you want to support, but so it seems like the whole like chain, re uh, chain registry stuff. I think my point was more going on the custom modules. Like you said, you want to natively integrate stuff like the osmosis decks. It's probably probably a v2 thing but what what like what if they change and it's super fluid staking that's what i meant with keep uh, keep track with the updates isn't that also like super resource intense yeah i mean it can definitely be resource intensive but i mean it's something that's worth doing so it's, it's a trade-off right like having also i also feel like there's something to be said earlier you touched on like it's a two-way street and hopefully projects on their end will want to chip in with development to keep stuff up to date. And I think an important note on that, um, I actually don't know the answer to this. I haven't thought to ask. So at risk of shooting myself in the foot, I know it's rumored at least Kepler charges a few hundred thousand for an integration. Um, what, what are we charging projects? Uh, I won't touch on what Kepler charges, but we did pay it for Ubi. So um, we're yeah. charging uh, what three ninety nine was. So it's 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 all free. Yeah, we're not. It's it's about free yeah. ninety nine. So so there, my point there is like, I think teams already don't have that barrier. So just having the integration for free as something that benefits their app will incentivize them to help us keep their stuff up to date. Would that be fair yeah, to say? I mean, well, at the end of the day, I mean, I agree with what Waz said a lot in that the, the hardest part in all of this is actually the infrastructure. Like keeping up with upgrades mm. is actually pretty easy. I mean, oh, interesting. my whole okay. role as head of product at Ubi is to know what people are building and to see how we can, you know, outcompete you know be um you know build something better do stuff like that so this is something that i'm used to this is something my team is used to and so now it's more about keeping up with it so that we can build functionality in there make sure that we know when things are happening um so it's uh, that part is actually easy in my in my mind um the hard part is the infrastructure so i think that was a big reason why kepler charged their fees is that they had they had to run nodes but what they've done is they've kind of opened they've opened that up so that if you want to add your well your chain to Kepler you can you just have to provide you know an RPC connection and like an API or, or a REST endpoint for that so that's going to be the same thing here we won't run nodes for everything um, just because that could get vastly expensive obviously but we want to emphasize the smaller chains like people like White Whale who are building like cool solutions around like arbitrage and flash loans we want to emphasize a chain like megaloo but obviously paying for a node is like it's a big trade-off right 
But if they can provide node infrastructure and we can provide, you know, our solutions, I think it's a it's a pretty much a win win solution there. Cool. Yeah. All right. I see. And actually, the Kepler point would have been my next question about how much you want to charge or which projects you want to <laughs> add. Um, so I guess uh, that's it from me for I'm, now. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd actually like to, just because we have a ton of people in this space, and I think it's such good info to share, I'd actually like to shill Felix's project because I don't think many people are aware. And Brandon, it's also something we could potentially look to integrate in Taboo. So. Felix is part of the Cosmos Shield team, which is like wallet recovery uh, operations. So if you notice like, you know, all your liquid funds are suddenly gone one day, all your stuff is unbonding. Felix and his team here can help uh, like snag your unbonded assets the second they free up. So A, just shout out to everyone listening because we have a big audience. Cosmos Shield is something you should know about, should be in your back pocket, something Something will happen to you or a friend eventually. God forbid it hopefully doesn't, but knowing this is a tool out there uh, would be awesome. And didn't think of it till now, but like, how cool would it be to have a wallet integrate that kind of thing? I don't know how it would work because. Uh, yeah, I might want to add something to this because. Yeah, please do. I also wanted to talk to you is about that we just uh, added a governance block list. So we also have an AI oh. trained, not yet uh, live, but I'm working on that. So if there's something in this direction, blocking governance proposals, uh, also to everyone listening here, if you want to do that, uh, you can always PM me and we're also doing it for free. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, I know you're even busier than me, so I'm not sure how much you keep up, but like, are you aware with what's going on with a lot of chains gov proposals? Like we're on proposal 600 something on Adam because of, <laughs> on the hub because of spam proposals. I'll be honest with you, um, Jimmy. Um, today is the most I've been on Twitter ever and I'm exhausted. So yeah. uh, I don't keep up too much, but I do keep up on the governance. I know what you're talking about with spam. We get it on Umi too. Yeah. All the airdrops and the uh, all the BS, right? So. So imagine if tab. Okay, so actually, I I want to add something too. I've been exploring Reddit more recently, like trying to kind of bridge these communities. I have seen multiple people post on Reddit a screenshot of one of these scam airdrops, asking if it's legit. I do not think it is safe for us to assume that everybody just knows their scams. I think it would be phenomenal, phenomenal if Taboo just filtered out spam proposals, so they're not even there. Yeah, the like, the hard. That'd be huge. So the hard part is like one of one of the ways I think you filter out right now is like if it's in the deposit period, um, that's where a lot of these sort of scam proposals go to die. If someone pays a deposit, um, there's not really something that I'm aware of that you can really filter out. Like you can know like this is a hundred percent. There is, but obviously, well, not a hundred percent. But this is what Felix is building. Yeah. Something more intelligent than well, let's that. Talk. I mean, that sounds like an amazing yeah. solution. And obviously, one of the things we want to do is to be able to create a UI through mobile so that anyone can create a proposal. So if there's a way to block spam before it's even started, then um, that's another uh, avenue that we'd like to explore, Felix. Yeah, uh, that's cool to hear. And actually, just to the point, uh, what we do right now is we have a block list of governance proposals. We also synchronize that with Kepler. So you probably, if you go to Kepler, you won't see the latest proposals. We're at 700 now in the hub because we like oh. to block them. And um, yeah, that, that would be the solution. And then with an AI, we can block them right as when they appear. Awesome. Brandon, you also just kind of glossed over it, but I, I got pretty excited. Like, let's just reiterate something you just said. Like, it seems so fucking simple. Apologize for the language. Um, but being able to make governance proposals right there in your mobile wallet. And like a push your like I recently went through my first gov proposal um, and I had to enlist the help of a friend who understood CLI. Um, and that's just on desktop too. imagine if I was on mobile and needed to do it. Like, I think that's huge. Um, is that something we'll see in V1 or a little later down the no, road? I think later, Probably right? down the road. Um, it's probably yeah. going to be like a V2, V3 thing just because a lot of chains have custom proposals. But like Waz uh, will tell you, like even creating asset listing proposals, I mean, Waz, how many times have you had to teach our own team how to do it, right? Like they'll send the PR. Dude, like <laughs> all the time, dude. Like there's there's got to be a process in place. You got to build like 
something in Notion so everybody follows it correctly. It's a whole thing. I mean, that's why like Masari exists, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it's something that we want to we want to sort of shore up. Um, anyone should be able to create a proposal as long as they're a community member and as long as they have you know whatever the fee is, um, and then block the spam, and and I think you're good to go from there. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, so I guess big, maybe one of the big last remaining questions people might have is when and airdrop question mark. And so I'll say, I don't think we're quite ready to say when the wallet will be available for public, but it is probably sooner than you expect. And even sooner than that, we will be having uh, a beta where a closed beta where certain people have access. And Brandon, do you maybe want to talk about how people will receive that access? Yeah, there's a there's a date coming up that's really sort of the the most meme date in crypto that I would really love to release beta on. I'm not going to say it out loud because I don't want to make any promises, but that's the date I would love to release the beta. Um, but what we're looking at right now is the way we're going to do this is a little bit different from other applications when they release. I want to do an NFT gated launch. And so what that'll look like is we're going to create a taboo um, NFT project on Stargaze, completely airdropped. Um, no one will have to pay anything. And we're probably going to give the royalties away to one of the um, major, you know, Cosmos community projects. Um, we did this with Adora Squids, where Cosmos Spaces took that on. Um, we want to do the same thing. So whether it's, you know, we love some suggestions here too. Of like, is if if there's something out there that could, you know, benefit from royalties from an NFT project, let us know. Obviously, it's not going to be a lot of money, but you know, whatever helps helps. Um, but what this is going to look like is you see the little block um, in our in all of these uh, spammed uh, messages that we've been sending out. You're going to see that as a uh, NFT project, and so. What that looks like is we're calling it the tabulators. Um, we're going to have different artifacts from different chains. You're going to see the osmosis beaker in there. You might even see a Juno har uh, whale harpoon gun uh, in there. You're going to have different uh, aspects in there for every chain. And we're going to just airdrop these to different folks um, that sign up for our beta release. And then from there, uh, once you actually have those in your Stargaze account, that will allow you a, a beta access to the app. Um, to allow you to enter your seed, come into the app, try it out, do all that good stuff. So stay tuned for that. Um, that airdrops probably coming uh, at least in terms of the in terms of the snapshot and everything that we want to do with that in the next couple weeks, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I'm. I, I've been really happy to work on work on this project because mainly because of the the chains thing. So like. All the NFTs in this collection will be riffing off various chains in the ecosystem for like their accessories, colors, etc. And uh, I'm just like really hoping I can get my hands on one or two complete sets, meaning like all accessories and stuff from one chain. I think those will be like the rare ones. Well, I know, I know um, you're happy, I'll... Timmy. I'm paying you to work on memes right now, so who who wouldn't be? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've always like ever since I did the Joe collection, which was my first foray into anything NFT related, I kind of actually had told myself, like, if I do something else NFT related, it'll be a focus on like cross chain, interchain, cosmos, shouting out all the different projects and chains. So this was actually like just a crazy, happy coincidence. Um, yeah. But yeah, so everybody who, you know, we got in contact with too for uh, help with the launch today, we really appreciate you guys, me especially. Thanks for making me look good at my job. Um, you will be getting an airdrop and beta access just for doing that. So if you somehow are not in any of the other snapshot criteria, you'll be able to just give us an uh, address and we'll, we'll drop you one. So, Okay, I think we've covered all the like major things. Um, I know Joe has a spaces at the top of the hour. We usually go long anyways, so it's totally fine. Um, but I know we have Waz on here to maybe talk a little bit of OHO stuff before we wrap up. Before we pivot to that question for Brandon and Waz and anyone in the audience, any last things we want to touch on with Taboo? Any other uh, fun points we might have missed? And then for audience, if you have any questions, feel free to come up. Uh, I think we touched on everything that I'm ready to reveal. I think we kind of revealed like our next six month roadmap also on this. So and I <laughs> intended to just tease it today, but 
this always happens on these Twitter spaces. Um, but yeah, it's too exciting. Um, if, if there's any features, I mean, a lot of the features that we've built have been basically what I've seen the community asking for for the last six months to a year. And so if there's other features that you guys are really clamoring for, hit us up on Twitter, uh, DM us, do whatever you need to do. You can come in the UMI Discord as well. Um, just let us know what features you want to see, and then we'll make sure to add those in there. Whatever we can add that the community wants, is that's the whole point of Taboo. It's, it's a community-driven wallet. And hey, I might have no say when it comes to products, but uh, I'll fight for you. <laughs> you tell me what you want, and I'll, <laughs> I'll be your soldier on the inside. <laughs> Um, cool. So I guess maybe do we want to just do a, a little touch on some OHO updates? I think um, you were talking to me earlier. There might be some cool stuff to chat about, and then we can wrap it up here pretty soon. And I'll go visit Joe. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm always happy to talk about OHO. You know that. It's pretty much all I do. We should, um, we'll definitely, we should do a dedicated <laughs> space here soon too. Cause I personally have kind of been holding off on asking you guys some of the like more nitty gritty questions about OHO. Cause I'm very fascinated with oracles uh, because I've been thinking it'd be good to save for a space. So we'll definitely slot out a bigger chunk of time just to dive into be OHO honest, later. I mean, it's cause you're a link Marine, isn't it? Yeah. I knew exactly. It. That's why I I'm fascinated it. with you oracles. Want, you yeah. want Cosmos to wait for nine months. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 mean, I, will say, I don't know, when man. I first found out, I mean, when I first learned about Chainlink, I was super into it too. You know, when it was launching before it was listed on any exchanges, I was looking into it because it seemed to me like the first, um, you know, really legitimate pickaxe play, right? The, the real way to enable DeFi. And um, that, that's part of actually why I'm so excited to work on OHO because, you know, I, I get to sort of stand on the uh, the shoulders of giants, right, and then beat them down. No, I'm just kidding. But um, but yeah, for I mean, OHO in general is going really well. We've got a, our test net going right now. We've got a hundred validators on it. We've got um, I think today we're onboarding 86 more, and we're extending the validator set to 200. Um, price fees are going really well. We're relaying over to Juno test net already. The secret you, you test net already. Crazy was actually that this might seem crazy to you, but uh, we we call this cosmonaut boot camp for a reason. I think we get ahead of ourselves sometimes. Would you mind giving a quick one or two sentence summary of just what an oracle is and why it's so essential for like functional DeFi, like the oh, role yeah. it plays? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, essentially, the there's a thing called the oracle problem in decentralized technology, and what it means is it's very hard to determine the truth about the outside world outside of the context of a blockchain. The reason for that is, in, obviously, in a decentralized world, you have a bunch of different people who have control over the network. And any of those people can say that you know, something is green or something is red or Bitcoin costs a dollar. So how do you determine which one is telling the truth? So OHO essentially specializes in allowing this decentralized network, the OHO network, to determine the truth about external data and then relays it to other protocols. And other protocols need this in order to make things like UMI, right? Like leverage protocols. You need to know the price of something to know how to treat a certain asset, right? So that, I mean, that's the basis of the Oracle problem. And that's kind of what we're trying to solve within the context of Cosmos. Cool. Okay. I think always good to cover the basis i think oracles are one of those things everybody's heard of them everybody knows like you know i've heard i know chain like plays some crucial role but it's kind of good to cover the basis sometime um and so maybe one thing you can touch on too is am i correct in my non-dev assessment like i'm starting to put oracles in like two categories one like DeFi oriented on-chain cross-chain type ones and then like Chainlink's original problem it was like marketing for, which is, you know, sea level rise in a year or who won a political election, like completely unassociated things. Here in the cosmos, it's interesting because the Oracle problem, as you put it, is exactly as you put it, bringing any data from outside of a chain. And just because we have IBC, that doesn't make that difference. So like Juno being able to get the price feed from Osmosis is an off-chain problem, even though they both seem like they're in Cosmos. Um, 
but is is my understanding kind of assessment right that like oho is very focused on the DeFi side of things like getting data between chains enabling DeFi, that sort of thing yeah yeah so we we're essentially a true app chain we're only focused on oracles and um so right now we do have a an immediate focus obviously on pricing information and enabling DeFi protocols but what we really want to do is set a foundation for uh, OHO to develop into whatever the market sees fit by whoever wants to contribute. Individual developers should be rewarded for creating uh, methods of determining, you know, how high is the ocean rising? How are, you know, CO2 emissions going? And then allowing protocols that need that data to have it. So say if you wanted to build a protocol that needed to know that the, you know, the ocean's blue, you should be able to get a grant from our community in order to build that. And I'll, I'll be talking about that a little bit more in our, my white paper that I'm going to be releasing um, probably within the next month or so on OHO. But uh, the immediate focus, yes, is DeFi. But the basis of OHO should enable anyone to build these data pipelines into the cosmos as they need. Cool. Okay. And so kind of big updates on the horizon, I guess, Alpha 4 validators uh, would be that we're expanding the set right for for testnet but i assume that will reflect on mainnet uh well right now we're just expanding it for testnet because so many people want to be a part of our testnet Uh, we've yet to determine you know who's going to be in the genesis set we're going to have an incentivized testnet before mainnet which is going to help determine that that we're working on um, but we've got a lot of stuff cooking i mean you know what do we think the size of the mainnet set will be Oh, I, I can't I can't say just yet. We're still figuring uh, that out. We're we're still figuring that out. We gotta yeah. we gotta publish all this stuff at once, and then uh, then I'll tell you. You know. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Um, any other any other OHO updates or last thoughts on Taboo? I feel like we're kind of coming perfectly to a close at the top of the hour here. I mean, I'll I'll give it to Brandon. You know me. I'm always always working on OHO. So just look at my look at my tweets for the alpha, and that's what where you'll find it. Yeah, definitely. If you guys want alpha in general in crypto, don't follow the marketing people like me. Try and follow the devs. That that's where you get the the sweet stuff if they're at all active on social medias. But yeah, Brandon, any any closing thoughts could be Oho or Taboo related or Umi related because I know like kind of one thing we're trying to do with all this, and even a fourth yet to be named project is like create a really well synergizing ecosystem of apps that play off each other. So yeah. Any closing thoughts on Umi, Taboo, Oho? God, did we just, did we just announce the fourth unnamed project? <laughs> this space has been so much. Um, yeah. No, no, um, no closing thoughts other than, you know, Cosmos versus everybody, man. We got to build Cosmos first focused products and that's what oho is that's what taboo is going to be we can't wait for all of these ethereum projects to come to cosmos we have to build the ecosystem that we want to see just like we we, we've been doing but we want to we want to take it to another level so yeah thanks for all the support everybody um and we're we're hoping to deliver a great product to you guys i love that cosmos before everything yeah we're this this is something i i think sometimes gets murky in cosmos when there's drama but then very quickly, everyone realigns to be like, okay, we're all on the same side here. We're all trying to make Cosmos great. Even if your favorite chains, Osmosis, yours is Juno, like we're in this together and we're kind of building each other up as we go along. Awesome. Um, so I think that'll do it for tonight. Um, I'll keep the space open for just another minute or two because in the nest above, I just pinned a tweet from Joe. His space should be starting in a few minutes. We almost never wrap up on time um, before his starts, but we did tonight. Uh, this was awesome. Thanks so everybody for coming by tonight and everyone else uh, that participated in like the marketing launch today, posting images. Really appreciate you guys and excited to get you hands-on with the beta in not too long. All right. See you guys. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Uh, I will leave this face up for just like a minute so people can follow the link above, but we're signing off. Thanks for joining and catch us on the next one, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Oh, actually, next Wednesday on Cosmonaut Bootcamp, I don't know how I found this project, uh, but we're talking to a project called Bean which is a stablecoin backed by credit instead of collateral. I'm extremely skeptical.
but interested. And I think it should be a really interesting chat. So join us next Wednesday, 8 p.m. We'll we'll talk to a very tiny stablecoin doing things differently and see what their take is on everything. But thanks so much for joining, Brandon, Waz. Uh, Waz, back to the development lab with you. I'll, I'll get back to the Figma lab. <laughs> yeah, you you go back. You go Figma stuff. Go Figma you go stuff. get stuff. <laughs> I'm going to go do things. Beautiful. All right, everybody. Have a great night and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Cosmonaut Bootcamp number 51 with Taboo App. Hosted by Tendermint Timmy with Spark IBC. Recorded on Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Now if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke blows in when I start a session Plain canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my luck Oh, lighten up, dog. It could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead Or putting in new speakers It's a toss-up Driver or just tweakers Don't stress, yo I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake Off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison And put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble